0: I'll be keeping my lovely viewers, my 27 lovely subscribers. Now it's time to talk about the stuff that's gonna inflict on everyone in the world. And basically, I just want to get it from the Irish and from Ireland's point of view. Have a look at what's going on. So it's all about the WHO pandemic treaty, and one of the TDs in Ireland has asked the same question I would like to ask as well, and let's see what our Taoiseach has to say on those grounds. Assembly is meeting on the 22nd to the 28th, which is next week, and if they amend the regulations the- All powers for this Parliament and other Parliaments will be uh, signed signed away in relation to when a pandemic is called or when uh, there's a national crisis. So, one person unelected, if this happens, will be able to decide uh, at the World Health Authority, organisation, sorry, that um, a pandemic is somewhere, some country, without the country even knowing it. So, I'm asking you, number one, are you attending? and who from the government will be attending and number two can we have a debate on this most serious uh, situation here in this uh, so-called accountable uh, house of parliament to the people the electors? are we going to sign away all our
1: rights to the who thank you deputy McGraw raised the issue of the world health organization i happen to be a strong supporter of the world health organization i think we should enhance and increase its capacity to deal with pandemics the, the world health organization is the body that calls a pandemic National governments don't call a pandemic for very good reason. Because there are some governments in the world that would never call a pandemic, even if one was
0: uh, blowing right through it. And I know- I had to stop it, guys. Uh, the, the new figures show that there is very probable there's only 61 people died uh, from COVID in 2020
2: in Ireland. Let's find out what else. Ishaq has to say and I know that from previous
1: experience or put it this way some are more tardy than others in terms of admitting what's going on so um, no I'm not shy at all Uh, in terms of pandemics I wouldn't be no but seriously like the World Health Organisation the one risk during the last pandemic was there were attempts made with a previous President of the United States Donald Trump to undermine the WHO that didn't serve the world well
0: Uh, Okay, bringing Donald Trump into this just doesn't really answer the question. Uh, we don't know if Tschirik's going to attend,
2: um, and his body language tells you everything. He's not going to be answering the questions, and he's just going to be throwing
0: back uh, phrases at you that we, the politicians, usually do. So it's a case of the average person asking a politician a question. And he's going to reply the same way. He's going to throw the phrases at you. So UK has the uh, Commons Library Research breaking that came out at the 18th of May 2020, uh, 2022, and there is, uh, I'm just going to basically um, read out to you, at the time of writing, the intergovernmental negotiating body had not yet produced a working draft of the treaty and no draft is expected until the 1st of August 2022. At the latest. This is because negotiations, public consultations and hearings on the proposal are still underway. Public negotiations and consultations, excuse me, because negotiations, public consultations, they don't take place in Ireland. If I'm actually reading though right, there's no public consultations.
2: There's just one politician consulting another one and so on and so on. Uh
0: There's a commentary that suggests that it will take years to draw up any convention and it hasn't clear exactly what it will cover and how much global authority it will hold with countries pushing in and pulling in different directions. So the question is, if we're going to sign up to the WHO pandemic treaty before it's even in the draft even being drawn up, then we're just going to sign the paper and is this the way it is going to be? We're going to sign the paper and just a blank card. And they can come up with anything, what they want. And they're going to tell us, yeah, you signed the treaty. Uh, I, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. I have no idea what way it's going to go. But there are certain proposals to be included in this pandemic treaty, which one of them is anchoring the treaty in human rights and addressing the principles of the right to health, equity, solidarity, transparency, trust, and accountability. Another one is using one health approach for pandemic prevention and early detection. Another one, stronger health systems information and reporting mechanisms, including the better use of digital technology for data collection and sharing, a reform of WHO alarm mechanism, the public health emergency of international control, declaration process and travel and travel restrictions, pathogen and genomic data sharing, resilience to and response to pandemics, including universal access to medicines, vaccines, diagnostics, medical equipment and treatment, as well as a resilient supply chains, technology transfer. Investments in health systems, strengthening and increased financing for pandemic preparedness and response, stronger international health framework with a straightened WHO at the center and increased global coordination, reinforcing legal obligations and norms of global health security and standard settings of healthcare system, coordination of research and development. So, basically, in a perfect world, if that's included in the treaty, that means the people are helping each other without any other, without any other profit, without any other hidden agenda. But we are talking about
2: the perfect world. We don't live in the perfect world. There is no certainty that the government
0: doesn't lie to you. That's what I want to say. But at the European Parliament, a Parliament question was put to the European Commission about the treaty and the participation of citizens in the process. The Commission was asked. To what extent will it ensure that citizen who has no direct vote in a body such as the WHO is not bypassed in the decision-making process? And that shift of competence further and further away from the voter does not lead to increasing the democratization of our society. So questions are being asked in any parliament. Uh, According to WHO, there is a minority that's against signing up the, the, the pandemic treaty. As I want to say, in a perfect world, the pandemic treaty that's going to unify the whole world against the fight of any virus, any pandemic that's going to come out, and it's going to be brought on to us,
2: because suddenly we live in that age of health crisis, we're going to get COVID from this
0: side, monkeypox from the other side, and basically, we have no way out. But
2: why are we getting those things? Because we search, I don't know guys, I have absolutely no idea why is it all coming down to strike us now and it hasn't shaken us down in 1990s, 1980s, 1970s. And there's another question asked, will the treaty be legally binding?
0: WHO initial release refers to the plans leading to a convention agreement or other international instrument under the constitutions of the World Health Organization. Recent academic commentary by Clare Wenham, Mark Claston Turner and Mike Voss suggested that the WHA mandate for the ANB leaves room for an outcome that is not legally binding, that suggests that language of a legally binding instrument to be adopted under Article 19 of the WHO constitution, who changed was changed to WHO convention agreement or other an international instrument with a view to adoption under Article 19 or under other provisions of the WHO constitution as may be deemed appropriate by the INBM meaning that the resultant pandemic treaty may not actually be a treaty at all, but some other instrument lacking the legally binding force of a for a treaty. So there is a bit of shuffle between
2: the <coughs> lawyers. How are they going to approach that subject? For that is the WHO constitution has to be
0: changed, article nineteen to be changed. But the Article 19 states the Health Assembly shall have authority to adopt conventions or agreements with respect to any matter within the competence of the organization. A two-thirds vote of the Health Assembly shall be required for the adoption of such conventions or agreements, which shall come into the force for each member when
2: accepted by, in accordance with its constitutional processes. What happens next? That's the good question. One of the main avenues proposed by the WHA is to adopt convention under article 19 of the that treaty would be drafted with a future adoption under the article or other provisions. It also said, article
0: 19 of the WH constitution provides the World Health Assembly with the authority to adopt conventions or agreements on any matter within WHO's competence. The sole instrument established under Article nineteen to date is the WHO framework convention on tobacco control, which has made a significant and rapid contribution to protecting people from tobacco, tobacco since its entry into the force in 2005. So are we talking about the timeframe of five to six years to get everything going? Are we going to the shorter time frame? How how can we shorten that time frame? We need to scare people that there's a new pandemic coming or maybe some the other pandemic is already here, which we don't know about. What's happening next. So while we're waiting on those old details, when it comes to WHO pandemic treaty, we have meeting in Davos we have war in Ukraine, we have the monkeypox coming. We have COVID still at large. We have no
2: idea what's going on. I've been away for three weeks now. I'm coming back Trying to get back in motion, all the stuff that's going on. But what about Ireland? There was another question asked by one of our TDs. Let's listen to this. So, the
0: first video clip was from the 17th of May, 2022. I have one
2: more, thanks to JRD, from the 10th of May, 2022. Let's have a listen it's
1: generally been accepted that Ireland's response to the recent pandemic has been one of the most successful Ireland has been one of the most successful countries in its response to the recent pandemic at present a WHO global pandemic treaty is being negotiated uh, my understanding is that states who sign up to this treaty as member who become signatories to this treaty will be ceding power to deal with any future pandemics entirely to the WHO uh, that the, uh, that the uh, local government would be completely excluded from the situation. This is a very significant development. Can I ask the Taoiseach if the advice of the Attorney General has been sought as to whether this, uh, as to whether the government signing up to this will require a constitutional referendum? Thank you, Deputy Taoiseach. Um, I checked that out, uh, de- um, Deputy. In respect, this is the WHO pandemic treaty. So I wouldn't be as um, I'd look, I'd have to check it out, to be honest with you, in the first instance, but I remember Ireland would have been the proactive members in getting a global tobacco treaty under the auspices of WHO, and we would have been co-authors of that legislation and key players in getting it inactive, which was the benefit of healthcare. What, in terms of a pandemic, what is required is very strong global interaction and coordination uh, among all the members Thank of WHO, teacher. which didn't quite happen at the beginning here, you know.
2: If I remember correctly, at the beginning of the COVID pandemic, the borders were open. Everybody could go in. They, um, they didn't do much of it. They told us they're going to lock us up for two weeks.
0: We were well, basically locked down for more than 18 months. We lost so much money. The economy crashed. Inflation's going up. Everything has been basically blamed. The Ukraine war is, is getting blame anyway, for everything Putin's getting blamed.
2: But at this stage, if you given away the power of deciding for your own country, to the international government, that kind of smells like uh,
0: a new word, big one, happy family government
2: is going to be three or four dozen people at the top deciding eight, nearly 8 billion people. What are we going to do with them? Are we going to keep, are we going to keep the 8 billion people? Are we going to reduce it to one 500 million? There is a conspiracy theory about that as well. The population Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, great reset. conspiracy theories. They do come true. And so far, most of them have. We'll see what's next. Not, is there anything we can do in Ireland? I don't think so. We're basically doomed, as it goes, because we can't make any decision
0: as our as as ourselves. As our government can't make any decisions based on phone call to the EU, we can lower the taxes, we can lower uh, fuel taxes. Just because the EU says no, because that's against the European Union treaty,
2: we can't be our own nation at all at the moment. So as I'm trying to understand all the whole, the whole
0: WHO pandemic treaty situation at the moment, I kind of see The government has set her eyes on signing that treaty,
2: and there will be no referendum, no one will be asked. We're just gonna get into it, and we have to deal with it. I shall be grand, attitude that's not gonna last. So, I know I'm kind of slow today, but trying to get the hang of it. And it was nice to see you again, and I'll talk to you next time.